the star got their hands on some provincial data and they broke it down. And what they learned um, when it came to rapid tests during the first 10 months of the pandemic, which was a crucial time, right? Because this is when Doug Ford was saying that these rapid tests were going to be game changers and we still didn't have the vaccine. They were just kind of only rolling out. So they, we didn't have them available to everyone. Uh, they found that private schools lar- and large firms basically won big in Ontario's rapid testing program and hotspots lost out. You know, remember when we were talking about um, Brampton and Toronto's Northwest corner and how there were a lot of plants where people worked closely together and there were um, a lot of people heading towards hospitals in those areas. Apparently they weren't serviced to the same degree as some private schools were, which is interesting. In fact, the government gave private schools almost 175,000 free rapid tests, according to the Toronto Star, more than went to paramedics, daycare, shelters, and jails combined. A bit hard to believe. The pipeline to private schools, they say, was not being closely monitored by the education minister, which was still advising that the tests were not necessary for public schools on the recommendation of Ontario's chief medical officer of health. And so what they're saying is that the province's strategy failed and they failed to prioritize the most vulnerable while benefiting those with resources, knowledge, or connections. So I think this story is more about who you know and what you know rather than trying to do a disservice to uh, public schools. But Rachel Chernos-Lynn is a trustee for the Toronto District School Board. She was among uh, those pushing for rapid testing for public school students back in the day. Rachel, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be here, and I'm so glad you're reporting on this story. There's a lot of really important data that people need to pay attention to in this story. What do you think is the most crucial uh, piece of data that that people should know about this story? Well, I mean, you know, I think there's two two big pieces. I think everybody would like to know why it seems that private schools were prioritized over public schools. I think that's one piece of it. But I also think, you know, we've talked a lot about equity in this pandemic and why those tests weren't sent, if they really couldn't give them to everybody, why they weren't distributed equitably. Right. I would imagine that the uh, majority of students in Ontario go to public schools, though, not private schools. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Doug Ford, it would be... A bit of a leap to think that Doug Ford purposely decided that the rich kids would get the tests and the, the kids in the middle and lower income groups, maybe not so much. Um, do you think this could just be a case of the communication was lacking? Cause I see, I'm not saying that this wasn't a major fail. I'm just, I don't know if it was an intentional fail or if this was a case of, and I'm not trying to give any passes here, communication once again lacking in disorganization. What are your thoughts? Well, we don't really know. We don't know if it was just that someone was asleep at the switch. Um, but it's a little bit hard to believe that there isn't just perhaps blinders when it comes to thinking about these things based on the priorities of this government. So, you know, when you consider that some schools were getting, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of tests for a very small school, as this data shows, mm-hmm. you have to wonder who wasn't doing the math to figure out why they would need that many tests. Right. Like if this was just for staff, if it was seen as like a business and it's your employees who are being tested, you know, simple mathematics would tell you that that doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, I think people do wonder, um, you know, why would they give it to some people and not to all? And at the very least, 
if they couldn't give it to everybody, why wasn't it prioritized to hotspots? Because what we do know is where the hotspots were in the pandemic. Absolutely. We, we were talking we about data. them. Yeah, we were right. talking about them for they were talking about them, the government. So can we um, can you tell us what kind of hoops you were trying to jump through and, and hurdles you were trying to get over when back in the, the first 10 months of the pandemic when you were trying to acquire a rapid test for the uh, school? There's been so many hoops. I I mean, then the amount of advocacy that trustees have done in terms of trying to advocate for different layers of risk mitigation, because we know that it's really important that students stay in school. So we were asking for things like rapid testing, um, the way these private schools eventually instituted it, some of them. Um, We were asking for things like, how about we test everybody before they go back to school in September? Right? Who are you asking? We, were you asking the minister? We the asked the minister. Of we did so many motions, mm-hmm. so many advocacy motions to the minister of education, the chief medical officer of Ontario, um, to, you know, we would always CC TPH. We were always guided and advised by Toronto Public Health as well to make sure any motions that we did regarding um you know, public health had their blessing, had their, you know, that these were things that they also thought were important because they are our chief advisors. They know the situation in Toronto. We were looking at things like, could you do saliva testing, like really easy level testing that isn't intrusive to kids? Um, And we were consistently told no or ignored on so many of these risk mitigation measures. And when we didn't get them, yeah, we we did eventually get some of that, but it tended to be when we were already in massive outbreaks. So, in terms of a preventative strategy, a lot too never, late. It was a lot too late, and you know you have to wonder um, if we had been included in this kind of um, in, in this kind of approach, maybe we wouldn't have seen the kind of classroom closures and school closures that we did see in that part of the pandemic, especially in areas that were hardest hit. So in my ward, places like Thorncliffe Park, right, we saw a lot of classroom closures over and over again. And then we also saw siblings who were kept out of school because if you were a close contact, then you also couldn't go to school. So we saw really extensive periods where kids were not in school because of this. And that has a tremendous impact. You know, you talk about, you know, uh, the intentions here, and it seems that there's a spokesperson in this Toronto Star article, um, which is really intensive, this article. I I urge people to take a read because there's a lot of information in it. But um, she basically said she represents 10 private schools, and she said they received the largest number of private of rapid tests. She said that the schools obtained the test through the provincial program and according to eligibility requirements in place at the time that the orders were placed. You know, she doesn't want to be painted as a bad guy and maybe they're not. And unfortunately, it looks like, oh, the private schools think that they, you know, they can afford things, but, you know, they take advantage of. She said, you know, as soon as the criteria changed, we were told that we couldn't give them back. There was no mechanism for taking them back. So they were kind of had their hands tied and they accessed it through the provincial program. Were you never directed to the same program that they were? Because that seems to be maybe what's at the heart of this story. So not that I am aware of. Um, You know, we certainly, as far as I know, as a trustee, we were not told that we could do that. And we do have parents at a number of, um, a small number of TDSB schools who tried to organize their own rapid test programs. I remember that. That kind of mechanism. And they were eventually told to stop by the province. 
And at the same time, those private schools appear to have been all stocked up. Mm-hmm. So it, there is a disconnect here, and it does raise questions about why certain people were told they had to stop and others were not, um, and why this wasn't rolled out equitably or um, in a more strategic manner, and, and what people were doing. I mean, this is, this is, this is a big, big piece of, piece of news that people yes. need to pay attention to. Absolutely. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your uh, input on what you went through. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Have a great day. Rachel Achernis-Lynn is a trustee at the Toronto District School Board talking about those rapid tests and how hard they were to acquire.